Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Lads to Dad. Hello, everybody. How are you, Matt? I'm all right. I think we should let the listeners know that we are, as you can probably tell by the sound quality, doing this remotely this week. We're following all the all the rules when it comes to quarantining and, you know, quicker we follow them, quicker we get over this and start being able to hug each other again. Do you know what I mean? Mate, when I get out of this house, I'm just going to hug the nearest stranger and lick their face. <laughs> Preferably in a beer garden. <laughs> oh, mate. But yeah, how are you? Uh, how are you finding being stuck at home? Uh, it's all right, actually. What are the changes that you've seen happen in your life since quarantine? Just I've... with your hatred, my wife has for me. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I think I think we should talk about it a little bit, and then I think we should just crack on with with normality. Let's tell the listeners what we've got in store this week. So we're going to start off with a little bit of a, you know talk of coronavirus, aren't we? And then we're going to. We were thinking about pulling in a little bit of a film review every week or a Netflix review to, because if you're stuck in, you don't want to watch shit TV, do you? So why not let us watch the shit TV? And, um, no, we put a post out on our Instagram of some great quality TV shows to watch for the listeners. Um, first off though, Miss Big Dog, obviously you, you know, you've, we've been isolating now for a few, well, probably two weeks now, isn't it? Yeah, near on there, yeah, isn't two it? Weeks or so. so you got any, uh, trips to the trade? To stop trying to um, throw your kids out in the road, as in, you know, because they do your editing now. You've got any tricks to keep them preoccupied? Any little tasks that they can do, all the fathers and mothers out there listening? For me, actually, I can't talk on this subject yet because I've, it's not been that easy for me at the moment. Um, I've, and I'm sure a lot of people are in this situation. I uh, obviously live apart from my ex-partner and she's had the, she's had the children. So, We've had to go through a bit of a quarantine. They they had a bit of sniffles and a cough and a cold. And the mum said, you know, I think we're going to have to quarantine for two weeks, you know, not let anyone around, not let anyone in. I was like, brilliant. Um, and, but obviously it's. So, so why don't you just go out and enjoy yourself for two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> so it's the right thing to do. And then I quarantined myself for a week because if it's a family, it's two weeks. If you're on your own, it's a week. So I quarantined myself for a week and. You know what? There is a little bit of judgment there because a lot of people sit there and go, oh, and he got it easy. You know, he doesn't have the kids to look after. He doesn't have this. But man, it is hard not being able to see or touch you, you know, your kids or anything else. Not touch your kids, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, mate. Um, to be fair, I'm at the other end. I'm locked down with three kids doing my nothing. But I've um, I've been doing a, I've had a job that I've been doing, which is in an empty house, no one there. Um, 
and they're going to do that. That's, that's a three days graft doing that. And whilst I've been doing that coming home, it's sort of good to see the kids. But yeah. like I said, I reckon it's a lot harder having been stuck in your own trying to keep yourself preoccupied. There's only so much porn hub you can go through, mate, isn't there? I don't know. It's still attached, to be honest. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's there's not a lot of uh, you know there's not a lot of comparison in in certain ways. This you know you've got it really hard trying to occupy the kids and and got it easy you know trying to you know not being able to to give my daughter a hug and stuff. I went around and I dropped some shopping off and things like that through, through the window like it was a grenade. Well, no, they caught me. I was I was trying to do it so that Autumn didn't see me because she wouldn't understand the whole hugging thing. And then she saw me, and we couldn't really hug, and we couldn't do that. And it was uh, it was heartbreaking, mate. But then I think it's the same for the grandmas and people like that out there, isn't it? And the granddads who who are in exactly the same situation. They can't visit. They can't do that. But I think yeah. what I'm starting to feel actually is. I'm getting a sense of it. I'm getting, cause I've had to pop to the supermarket and stuff like that, which is a weird experience. If anyone's done it so far, you, you know, you, you queue in and you, the arrows on the floor and no one near each other. Um, but what I have noticed is it seems that people are getting used to it now. So people are not used to it. I know there's going to be people out there who are still a bit anxious and still, you know, it's getting to them. But I, I'd say on that level with somebody who, who suffers from anxiety now and again is, you know, you have to you have to remember that you're you're in control. You, even though everything around you seems out of control, you're in control of how you feel. And you know that brain up there, you're you're the pilot. And every now and again, it might feed you a little bit of, of adrenaline. And uh, when it's not needed, but you need to just pull it back and go, whoa, 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 no, that's that's not for now. Uh, that's for when I'm fighting tigers. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So one of the things that I was going to say about how, you know, my life's changed during this lockdown and I don't know if you're the same, but I have, well, what I did, I started off the whole week. I started off, I've got food in the fridge. I got stocked up. I thought, right, I'm doing this. I can do it. Um, I'll be honest with you, mate. I'm probably going to die of heart disease before I do the coronavirus at this rate because the amount of food I have gone through in the past probably two days it was gone honestly the, the full fridge was gone i just cannot stop eating Are you the same mate you're telling me i'm just i went to the shop yesterday one in one out oh god but i went to the shop the day before and the day before that i'm just buying so much like i think i think i think like it's got to be a world record in the day or something like oh, 32 bags of crisps i mean or something just incredible incredible go incredible going for myself you know and it's not just, it's not like, I don't, again, I don't know if you're the same as me, but I started off with real good intentions. I baked bread, I made nan breads. I mean, I don't know why we all decided to go back to the 1950s and start baking banana bread all of a sudden, but it started happening. <laughs> I just, yeah, I started um, baking, I started making pasta bakes, I started doing this, that, the you know, everything that was healthy. And mm. give it three days, all I'm eating is like crisps, chocolate, pizzas like i just can't stop eating rubbish food but it's it just not oh, mate you're like, telling me it's mental mate. like what we've been trying to do to try and keep ourselves busy and like keep us on the ball is theo my uh my two-year-old was nearly three well two and a half you yeah. know cover all bases he um he's probably training we're probably training him oh yeah which he thinks is like you know nice and easy but he's just constantly we're basically locked in the house he's got no pants on he hasn't had pants on for three days he's just not there's just 
dick everywhere <laughs> running around the house. It's like, oh, there's a dick. Oh, there's another dick. There's a dick. Oh, there's a dick. Oh, he's picking something up. Look, there's his butt. <laughs> um, and then we finally sit him on the toilet and he forces out a little dribble and he's like, look, and he picks the potty up and he, like fucking falls over and the pot piss everywhere on the floor. And then like today, he had a food this morning, but he sat in the potty and we were all like, oh, well done, well done. But we got too preoccupied by the well done that he sat down on the sofa and then we're like, <gasps> we haven't wiped his bum. And he slid off the sofa, man. I'm not even joking. It was like a smudge Kit Kat chunky on my, on my sofa. <laughs> it was filthy. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and uh, he's got like shit all up his ass cheeks. And then he's like trying to hug me. I'm like, get away. So we, started, we put him off potty training for life, I think. Yeah. That's how fun it's getting for me. And then uh, we're in the garden. We're digging up the garden this afternoon. And, uh, oh, I didn't. Can you smell poo? Can you smell poo? <laughs> hey, shit on the spade that we were using. Um... <laughs> So well, yeah, we uh, have to abort mission well, um, and ha- go inside and eat another packet of crisps. At least he half cleaned it up for you by putting it on the spade already. Yeah, yeah, and no, I know I shoved it straight out of an excellent garden. I think this is something that uh, maybe a lot of our listeners may be going through as well if they've got kids at that age, is uh, is potty training or, or have been through that. And what I've found, because Autumn's, you know, the same, she's, she's doing her potty training at the moment and we try... Where we're doing it is with stickers, you know, like a sticker chart. You can get a potty chart yeah. from from uh, Amazon, which is really good, and you know, you get different stickers for different things. But what I've realised is the weeing part, like the weeing on the toilet part, piece of piss, literally. Like it's so easy, right? But once you because they, it's 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 easy to force a wee out, really. I think like once you sit on there. It's like, yeah, I'll, if I just really, really concentrate and do it, I'll get a sticker and that's it. Whereas a poo, that comes at, like, that, that's a specific time, isn't it? You poo. Like, you don't, you're not, you can't just do one of them on demand. It's just, it's, a, nah. so they like, if you can, you've got something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, but you've, so I think you're like a fucking cannon. <laughs> exactly. So it's, it's like an, um, it's a different, it's the different kettle of fish. I think once you've mastered the poo, that's it. You've, you, you're in, you, you've done, you, you, you've done it all, but it's about how you do it. So for example, we did the opposite. We didn't, um, let her run wild and free, but at the same time we went too, too far forward and we just put big girl knickers on. Um, and yeah, like you say, it's just, it's, it's a uh, shit city and it? it's just every, it's like, well, well, poo. it's just everywhere. <laughs> And uh, another thing that's changed in my life, mate, I've become a Turkish barber because... Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I've uh, done an online course because how else am I supposed to do what I get done at the Turkish barbers on the beard if, um, you know, if we can't go to the hairdressers? For the listeners out there, Matt has the most beautiful beard. It's <laughs> conditioned most night, trimmed up to the max. I knew you'd struggle with this quarantine, so you've had to take matters into your own hands. I have. I've got a cut for well, a razor. How you? How you look? Well, what we'll do? Uh, we'll have to do a little live Instagram for the for everyone uh, to check out that fine artwork that you've got going in your face. Well, yeah, uh, it is. It's, it's getting me, on I look the... like Macaulay Culkin, like on the heroin. Well, this is what I'm really. At the moment. You know when he was on the heroin. I, I have. Seen... I'll be honest, mate. I didn't want to say it, but you you do look like the Milky Bar kid when all the work dried up. You know, like, you know. <laughs> time's been hard, man. Time's been hard. <laughs> no, but uh, no, you're, you're looking. Oh, I've, had, hand- I've had, um, you know the, um, you know the little fucking kid who's in the Frosties advert. It was like, it's going to take great. <laughs> it's going to. I've had people go. Do you remind me of him? At one point, he was the most hated man in the world. 
Yeah, I know. That's a really sad story, actually, mate. Did, I don't know if yeah, this is true about people the... People are like, yeah, that's what you remind me of, mate. I'm like, cheer. Top is, of the morning for you. Is it true about the pencils? I don't know if it is, but let's not go into well, it. Well, where he slammed his head off the pencil there. See, everybody knows the story, so it must be true. Like you, I, no one makes rumors up, mate. I was like, I was living in Hull when I heard that when I was at school or something. And you've also been living at the other end of the country, and even you know that he put two pencils up his nose and slammed his head into a desk, and then he died. But is that you think actually, that could actually work? No, no, because you've got a bone, aren't you? There that stops it, stops it all happening. That would just it'd just be fucking painful. I can't see that happening. I mean, put a little bit of HP out, you know. <laughs> not four, as in HP pencil, not HP thought. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm really happy about, and this is this is really giving me some hope, mate. So, obviously, when I started losing my hair, it was it's a it's a time for every lad where they have to go right, just have the confidence and just shave it off, and then you look and you think, say that is mate, that's me over now. That's it. I mean, you, well. you used to color, used to color your head in, didn't you? I used to color my head in and everything, just trying to keep keep that going. You had one of those biros, you yeah. know, the biros got the green, the blue, the red. <laughs> you just <laughs> push down, push down one of the uh, different colors. Yeah. So no, the so anyway, I thought right, you know, this is it. I'm a write off. It's it's all over. Dating game's gone. Everything's gone. But. I sense something happening here. So you know when girls, you know when girls used to like really worry and they go, oh, do, does my bum look big in this and everything else like that? And then all of a sudden, yeah. Kim Kardashian came along and changed the game and every girl who had a fat ass was like, yes. And all of a sudden, they're super attractive to everybody now. Anybody who's yeah. got a big bum is now super attractive. I'm thinking... Shout out to all you big bum lady. Yeah, everybody loves a big bum. I'm thinking this could be the bald is, it's our time, I think, because because nobody can cut the hair, everyone's shaving their head off. Eventually, if everyone shaves their head off, and if, say, like all the, I don't know, the Bradley Coopers of the world and all the uh, good-looking blokes of the world start shaving their hair off, um, you know, people so may... be like people, so it's basically your turn, if you know what I mean. Like you, so you, like Ross Kemp. Yeah, um, Grant, <laughs> Phil Mitchell. <laughs> Phil Mitchell. Phil Mitchell. Yeah, you and the Mitchell brothers, really. <laughs> Harry Hill. So every week, now while this lockdown's on, we're going to put our hard effort into watching one TV show or film and give it a review. This week, The Tiger King. King. Because it's every everything I go on, Twitter, Instagram, it's just this fucking geezer with a mullet and a hat on, dirty pack. And everyone's going mental. And who the fuck is Carol Baskin? <laughs> well, this is the thing, isn't it? We need to not give too much away because obviously we don't ruin it if you want him to watch it. But at the same time, there's things we need to talk about, I think. It is fucking mental. And I just like the fact like the whole nation is obviously in lockdown watching the same stuff that we're watching because no one's going out. And I like see things on Twitter. Someone put, uh, like, tweeted Soccer Am. Soccer Am said, Who would you want as your number one guest um, for the upcoming season, coming up next season on our show? We'll try our artist. And about fucking 50,000 people put. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Ads shouldn't be the scariest thing about true crime. Start listening by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash true crime ad free. That's amazon.com slash true crime ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Carol Baskin. She's <laughs> 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 everywhere. So Carol Baskin. Is, 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 am, I right, am I right in saying um, she is Zoe Exotic's art nemesis? Yes, sir. Just to give When a- you say arch nemesis, does that mean they're like lent over? Or is that just? Am I saying it right? Um, yeah, I think I think you have like arch enemy. Uh, arch enemy, that's it. Yeah, I just thought like arch nemesis, like some old bloke with a fucking dodge bending over. Well, I don't really. Yeah, so she um, her and Joe Exotic, Joe Exotic owns what the GWZ. That's right. And um, basically, he owns wild cats, doesn't he? Wild cats, all, all of these uh, endangered animals. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm right in saying Carol Baskin, she's like with the animal rights, isn't she now? Yeah, but at the same time, like, and this is what's unique, I think, about this show is everybody is trying to screw everybody over at some point. Yeah. And it's not, she runs a wildlife, like, like rescue place, but also at the same time, she's got a, um, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to incriminate myself in any way here, but it seems from the from the program that she has a has a zoo that's very similar. Maybe not, you know, treating the animals in the same way, but it's just very sort of. She keeps big cats, but so does Drake. It, it comes across as like a bit of jealousy, doesn't it? Yeah, almost. Yeah, almost but obsessed with each of them. We do a bit of background check on El Carol. Mm. So she's got all her money because our husband won't walk about, didn't he? Well, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's not say what's. Uh, yeah, all right. Let's say let's say that then. Yeah. Um, he, her husband so did. Her husband left her all this money, supposedly. Yeah. Um, and he wanted a divorce her, and yeah. all of a sudden she owns this tiger sanctuary, and her husband goes missing, mate. Funny that. Hmm. Carol, where is he? Well, this is the thing about this show. I think. One minute you're focusing on somebody and you're saying, "Right, that's the bad guy in this situation. That's the that's the one that's." All of a sudden, the good guy turns into the bad guy, and then all of a sudden, the bad that bad guy turns back into the good guy, and you don't know who's who's doing the right thing here. Do you? That's what that's what's so 
intriguing about it. And let's let's just give a little brief overview of of Joe Exotic. Now, Joe Exotic is a character, even though he's supposed to be the the bad guy or anything else like that in in this whole situation. He's so endearing, and you sort of like you want him to win so much. He's he's got blonde mullet. He's a very sort of like trailer park type guy. He's got two husbands. Um, he's <laughs> obsessed with obsessed with the the lions and the tigers and everything else like that. But he's just yeah, he's very. Uh, I think what what I would describe this as is there's a sort of it's a story of everyone screwing each other over. There aren't any winners. Yeah. It's like the gunfight in Reservoir Dogs. If anyone's seen it, where everybody's pointing a gun at each other, but mm-hmm. nobody ever wins because you know everybody pulls the triggers at the same time, but. It's who gets screwed over the most in the end, I think. Um, it's, um, it's the only, it's probably one of the things I've watched. And uh, every, probably every six minutes, I'll go, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that's like what, what the fuck is going on? That's like, what, how can you do that? <laughs> Well, that, it's, it's just head fuck, isn't it? It's mental. That's what makes it so entertaining, I think, because when once you think it can, can't get any weirder, it does. I mean, there's a scene... It goes up a level, doesn't it? Yeah, there's a scene where uh, Joe Exotic is at a funeral. I won't say whose funeral it is, but he's at a funeral. <laughs> and, I mean, anybody else would just sit there and say, you know, uh, I'm sorry, you know, I'm very upset about the loss and everything, especially who this relates to. Yeah. yeah, who this person is to him. And he's in a vicar's outfit. Right, so he's in a vicar's outfit with a cowboy hat. Um, and then he then the mum is sat in the front front audience and he sort of says, he said to me, I'm always, I, I was put there for you to make you smile, Joe. And then he says, uh, and then I would be on the computer and I would be uh, texting somebody and then he would just come up and rub his balls in my face. And you just think... <laughs> Like, what was happening? He was like, he loved those balls. They were like his golden nuggets. We all saw those balls. <laughs> we all, everybody here knows about his balls. He, those he balls. His booing her fucking eyes out. Literally. His mum is rocking backwards and forwards. And one, also one of my other favourite quotes from him is about his husband. And he says, uh, he was six foot six, beautiful complexion with a mouse. God awful big hands you've ever seen in your life. And you just think, <laughs> where's that come from? <laughs> it is definitely it's up there to it's gotta be everyone's gotta get on it. It's such a good thing, isn't it? What yeah. we um if we're gonna review it, Matt, we've yeah. got to give it a score out of what are we saying, ten? Uh I reckon out of five. Let's let's stick to industry standard. We'll go with five. So, so what are we giving it out of five? I'm gi- personally, I'm giving it a strong four. This is a four and a half for me, and I'm re- I'll tell you the reason I'm giving it the, the half. is because and I'll tell you for why. I'll tell you for why. It's because in a lot of these things, say like, I don't know, Making a Murderer, if anyone's ever seen that, there, there's an ending, but it doesn't really, they try and leave things as a cliffhanger in some of these Netflix documentaries, and what the way they leave it as the cliffhanger is, there's no need for the cliffhanger. Like in Making a Murderer, there's no real need for it. You sit there and you think, oh, I've got to the game out or whatever. But really, it's not going to happen. There's no need for it. And I'm not really interested. I've, t- you know, I've seen the rest of the story now. I'm not really interested in what happens after this. Whereas with this, I think it really ends on a bit of like, some of that where you just, oh God, there's, there's a real injustice there. Or there's a real, it leaves you with like, 
it does get a little bit like that at the end, don't you think? Fuck it now. This is, this is mental. Yeah, yeah, it gives it gives you that. I think every good film, every good TV series, everything should leave you with like a, an immersion, like a feeling, mm. like a really strong feeling. And this leaves you with a strong feeling of sort of, that's not really fair. Do you know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, are we giving it a 4.5 from Lad to Dad? In this period of isolation, Max, okay, what the old man's been getting up to? Yes, please, mate. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually intrigued. Mate, it's fucking stupid, really. He, he's going to hurt himself. He's, um, so for the, for the listeners, suppose, my old man, John Arner, he, um, I haven't really been able to see him that much. Um, obviously over the last couple of weeks, uh, I've heard him talk to him on the phone. He, um, he rung me the other day. He said, Ben, I uh, need them ladders you've got. You drop them off the side of my house. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing a bit of work. I need the ladders. But all right, yeah. What do you need them for? He's like, ah, oh, you know, nothing, nothing. I thought, right, I'll drop them around. I went around there, turned up there, and I've um, can't knock on his door just to let him know the ladders are there. I'm not going to go in the house. In the background, I could just hear a chainsaw going off. <laughs> right, like just a chainsaw going off. <laughs> That's my impression of a chainsaw slash lawnmower. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, what the fuck? And it stopped. And I've all, all I've heard in the background, oi, dickhead. <laughs> Who the fuck's that then? My, my old man covered in like tree bark, sawdust, and everything, walking over to me. He's like, oh, keep your distance, keep your distance. I was like, fucking will, mate, they're going to you. He's going, yeah, shh, don't, um, don't say anything. So I was like, what do you mean, don't say anything? He goes, I've told the lady up the road that I'm a tree surgeon. Um, <laughs> obviously, with this financial crisis that was going on, she's given me, I've told her I'm a tree surgeon because she needs two trees cutting down. So I'm cutting her trees down for 300 quid. She's stuck in the she's stuck in the living room and I'm in her garden cutting the trees down. Oh my God. <laughs> so he's just walked up. He's got a chainsaw in one hand and the ladder to put him off. No harness, no no safety gloves, no safety glasses, no ear defenders. Just chopping this tree. Every so often he's going, Timber! And this tree, bark, this massive, it's a fucking massive tree, massive oak tree. So he's just <laughs> chopping it down, mate. 300 sheets up, walks off covered in sawdust. I was like, does she know you're a... Um, tree surgeon. Like, does she know that? Well, have you told her you're a tree surgeon? Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, do you think she knows that you're a retired dry cleaner? <laughs> and you just rocked up and started chopping down people's trees. So he said, yeah, yeah, no. But while everyone's, you know, all the spring and summer and all that, he's made some carbs up. So he start putting them through people's letterboxes. Because obviously you can still work in the gardens when people are in their houses. And I was like, John, you're fucking mental. He goes, yeah, I'll need them ladders again Thursday. I've got a job. It's the perfect example of you don't have to be a jockey to ride a horse. It he's, um, it's kind of inspiring, really, if you think about it. But he's going to chop an arm off because he's he's in he's nearly sixty and he uh, he's a bit wobbly anyway. And he's uh, he's up on he's got one leg on the tree branch, one leg on the ladder, trying to cut. You know, you're going to cut it in sections, trying to cut half of it and run out of the way. I was like, you uh, do you need a hand? And he goes, no, 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 no. I told her I don't have an apprentice. <laughs> Fair enough, then, John. He's he's yeah, in. I've got to drop the ladders off. I drop the ladders off next Thursday. He's got another job, apparently. It's enterprising, isn't it? And it's you know, it's uh, like you say, it's uh, inspiring. But at the same time, I mean, probably probably get some safety gear because uh, it's, he does look pro- he does look professional though when he's got he's Glasgow Rangers football top on from the nineteen fifties, <laughs> and he's got pink he's got pink practice bottoms on with paint on it, and he's got a bag out of, <laughs> hanging out of his mouth while he's cutting this fucking tree down. And he's like Timber. I'm like, oh my god, I'll leave you to it, John. Yeah, see you later, mate. 
honestly, they, you need to you need to be careful because there'll be there'll be old people in the uh, in the in the paper soon going. Yeah, well, this intimidating Scottish fellow came to my door, and I felt I had to just give him the money. I didn't want the tree chopping down, but he just came and uh, he just I didn't I didn't know what to say. Your ranger stop. You're holding a chainsaw. Going, hi, I'm John Exotic. <laughs> I come to chop your tree right, down. Whole world of pandemic. He's thinking money. He's like, touch. Everyone's indoors. I'm going to get some work. <laughs> like he doesn't even need to work. He's, uh, he's laughing. But um, yeah, so John's been doing that. But I'll keep you all updated with what he's been. Uh, you know, if, he, if I've got a Russian down to A and E, if he's lost an arm or something, or what his next business adventure is. Oh, fair, um, yeah, fair play, John. Um, I actually, I, I was meaning to say, I'd, I forgot to say it. Another thing that I've been doing, actually, mate, while uh, while we've been stuck indoors, and I don't know if you've done this yet. Um, and I'm sure well, I've done it plenty of times, about three or four times a day, mate. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people uh, will have will have, will have been doing this, and that what that is, I went in in. Right. So, you know, you go out, out, like you can go out, but you go out, out. Um, yeah. well, I stayed in, but I went in, in. So I had a, I had a quiz night and a sort of a little party on, um, on. Yeah. I, re- I remember you saying, and unfortunately I was unable to attend, but I'm fucking bang up for the next one. Yeah. Well, we're thinking, we're thinking of doing it as a, a, a dry exotic themed one, actually all going as different characters. But mate, it was, it was absolutely brilliant. It, it started off with a few little teething troubles, you know, trying to get the whole zoom thing working and everybody on one screen and all that lot. But we had a quiz and everybody made up their rounds and there was, there was some quite like good rounds actually, because at a pub, you've got all, you know, your standard ones. Whereas we'd sort of made our own up, uh, one of them was was based on the film Hook, which was quite uh, quite. Uh, oh, Captain Hook! You know, you know the film with Robin Williams. Yeah, which is Captain Hook, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Captain Hook. It was um, oh, it was it was great. But then there was there was others. One couple because it was in sort of couples, and one couple did you know Round Trees Randoms. Yeah, this is Eddie and Nikki. Well. They did charades with the ran- round, tree- round trees random. So they picked out a round trees random and then they had to do it. Yeah. I mean, at one point, Eddie was crawling along the floor with his head in his jumper, poking it in and out. So yeah, obviously it was a tortoise, but it was carnage, mate. Absolute carnage. But, uh, that sounds <laughs> an unbelievable game. Yes. Yeah, so I, um, I enjoyed that. We, I think you could do, do that, that with like the Harry Bow Fantastic, couldn't you? You know, the two cherries. Oh yeah. How would you do that, Matt? Two cherries. You just pull your chopper out, <laughs> let the balls, let the lads loose. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you I, mean, could I tell do you that. what, that's my. I'm, I'm going to do that one next next time we play. When are you going to do it next week? I reckon we do it next week, mate. Yeah, get get another one on the go. It, honestly, it was a, it was a right laugh. I woke up with a bit of a sore head this morning. Well, Matt, I think what we need to do is for the listeners, everyone listening, we're going to put on our Instagram a review for Joe Exotic, and please comment away. Uh, we give our rating. Um, Get in contact with us on the Instagram or even Twitter. Give us some suggestions at From Lad to Dad to uh, see what we should uh, maybe look at next time. Well, for next week, mate. Yeah, what would you like to see reviewed? Yeah, I, uh, I'm really. Oh, I'm still trying to come to terms with the Tiger guy. I'm a bit ashamed. I'm a bit annoyed it's over, but you know we move on, mate. So yeah. whatever the uh, whatever the people want us to uh, have a look at or on Netflix, we could just pick something out of the air and. Uh, People will see if they agree with our comments and direct us in a direct in a place to look at someone else, mate. Perfect. So yeah, thank you very much, guys, for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for joining us, everybody. See you next week. We will see you soon. Take care.
Tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Ads shouldn't be the scariest thing about true crime. Start listening by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash true crime ad free. That's amazon.com slash true crime ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.